Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is March 11th, 2021. We are seven years and a day. I, I felt like we really had a party yesterday. It was really kind of cool. And it went on all day. You know, there was no food and no, we were all in our homes, but it still felt like there was a party. So thank you for that. And thank you for all of your comments because you know, they're as good as my own comments. We're, we're learning this together, and it is amazing how much every day gives us a new light to shine on something old. And one thing I got a ton of since not just last week, but for a few weeks, is a lot of anxiety dreams. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic of the world changing so fast or what's happening, but I couldn't like read every single one of them. So instead I'm doing a show on anxiety dreams. Like there's different types of anxiety dreams and why you're having them. One of the biggest problems that we are facing now is like we're in this lull. Things are starting to pick up. And we're internalizing now that, wow, this has been going on for a year. In most parts of the world, some longer than a year, some up to 15 months of shutdowns, masks, not seeing people. The other day I talked to someone who was 92 years old and was sharp as a whip and driving everywhere, doing everything before the pandemic. And now that they stayed home, she was saying, you know, I've lost touch with a lot of people. I don't know who's still here and who isn't. And she was still sharp on the phone, but slower. Her husband, who is also 92, she keeps telling me we're the oldest people we know, but also started to decline and started forgetting stuff because the stimulation of every day is not there. Getting up, going out, starting your car, driving somewhere, paying attention to traffic, all that keeps our skills sharpened. So when that's happening to them, imagine somebody who's even 
more in it, you know, going to work, doing what they need to do, running around all day, pressure, pressure, pressure from here to there. And we were trying to slow down pressure, but then pressure got stopped. It just got stopped. And we didn't know what to do with ourselves. We started cleaning closets and we started taking care of things. That was our immediate reaction, all the stuff we put off. And that took, on the average, about three months to do. And then we're like, whoa, still here. And we are not used to, didn't know how to have time. And now we incorporated that time into our work, into our play, into our children, into our families, to the point where we may not ever go back to how we were. But I, I know in my heart, and I thought about this a lot, that we are coming back better. That I know for sure. We don't go through these things just to come out worse. But in the meantime, there's a lot of dreams I'm getting that all point back to anxiety. So what are the anxiety dreams? Because those are the ones that, you know, we feel like we don't have much control. But yet the dreams are are like processing unit for our emotions, especially when we're under stress. And even though the stress wasn't on the outside, wondering what was going to happen to our jobs, to our children without schools, us, what if we really liked this time of kind of quiet and we got to exercise more or learn to paint or learn to garden or learn all these things that life was just going to pass us by without? And and boy, did it show up in our dreams in a big way, but it took it a while, right? It took it a while. Because we had to internalize in it to be part of our makeup. And anxiety dreams can feel really unpleasant, right? They can feel like, oh, why did I dream that? And you, you wake up scared or your heart's beating super fast. But what I would do, is thank God for those dreams because it's an outlet. And it's just a picture of saying, hey, my mind has internalized this and this is what I am taking from it. And now that I can see it, the best way to neutralize any dream is to literally say it out loud to yourself. Because people who tell me they have nightmares, I'm like, no, that's actually good. That took out your trash. It released it instead of it being there and being a part of your behavior and your thinking. Because when we have nightmares, it it makes us panic and nervous and it increases our anxiety if we don't understand that that nightmare was releasing us of our worst fear. And when we say it out loud back to ourselves, we actually hear the answers. Like, wow, I, I, I was panicking about some things, and look how it came out. 
because they uncover the causes of our anxiety. And whether or not they mean anything, they always mean something. Your brain is so efficient, it will never do anything it's not teaching you or on its way to teaching you. So what is up with the kinds of dreams? Because anything negative that comes in, your brain is going to want to clean it up and spit it out. Why am I feeling it? Done. Why am I feeling it? Done. And it just goes on and on. And if it can't, that's when people say, oh, I feel stuck. Feel like nothing's moving in my life. And it's because we didn't clean up. It's like a room that gets too full and then you open the door and you can't walk in the room because there's just too much junk in the room. But the first number one anxiety dream that people have, and I'm getting this from this expert writer, it's an article, is tornadoes. Because we cannot control tornadoes. It's just a general anxiety dream. And it doesn't mean you have anxiety disorders, by the way, to have anxiety dreams. It is a reaction just to life. It's your specific reaction. But then when everybody starts sending them to me, I'm like, holy cow. Something's going on. We need to talk about this. So when you have a dream about a tornado and it comes and whips through your world, and the reason tornadoes is number one is because a lot of places have tornadoes. I used to live in an area with tornadoes. And, you know, you have about a few minutes warning. I remember the sky changing colors and us having to go to the basement and the tornado warnings going off in the area like these big it's, it's actually really dramatic when it happens, but I was never, ever scared because we couldn't see anything. We were in the basement, and so if the whole house took off, we were still there. It never happened, thank God, it, when I lived there, but there was one there the year we moved in, just prior, that leveled most of our area, and a lot of families lost loved ones in that one because it hit at like 3.30 in the afternoon. So I knew they were real, but in my dreams, you know, they just cleaned everything out big time. But tornadoes is the number one. The number two is drowning. Because tornadoes are saying everything's swirling around my life and I don't know how to organize it. Tornadoes are an organizational dream. Drowning is being under it. Drowning is like, oh, my God, everything's on top of me, and I can't breathe. And drowning is actually specifically tied to people when we have panic disorders. Can't breathe, panic attacks. It's pressure. My daughter had one when she couldn't find a job right away after college. 
And I took her to the hospital. I thought I didn't know what was going on, and I was like, why can't she breathe, and this doesn't look good. And I take her, and they hand her a paper bag to breathe in. Once they figured out nothing else was wrong. And she goes, I feel so stupid that I'm here breathing into a paper bag, and I waited four hours in an emergency room to find out that I needed a paper bag. I said, but you don't have your panic attack anymore either because you released what was bothering you. Now, that's in real life. But when you're dreaming, these are the dreams that wake you up when you feel like you can't breathe when you woke up or you remember every every part of it. Feels like there's pressure on your chest, like you you can't breathe. So you wake up from a dream like that and probably the first thing you could say to yourself is, "Why do I feel underneath what's going on in my life?" I was surprised tornadoes were the first one. The the one I thought would be the first one (laughs) was being chased. How many times have we had dreams of being chased and your legs won't run? You know, someone's coming after you and your legs, it's like, you know, we say it's like running slow motion in a dream because we're trying to avoid, believe it or not, social interaction. We don't want to be around people. We're overstimulated. We're overwhelmed. We feel like people are chasing us everywhere we go. Get this done. Get that done. I need this. I need that. Pressure, 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 pressure. In our dream, we're running away. And somebody's chasing us. And sometimes that person isn't a specific person because it's the being chased that's the big deal, not who's doing the chasing. Do you have a lot of debt? What are you avoiding in your personal life? What conversations are you not having? Because once you ask those questions, you start answering. You're you're pretty good at answering. You know. Every time I tell someone or, or do a dream and they write me back after I do their dream on the show, which I love, by the way, because I always want to know, you know, I don't know what's going on and everything. So I'm like, oh, tell me more. Because I'm fascinated. The brain fascinates me, the emotional brain. We all know scientifically, we can read in anywhere about how the brain will work. But our emotions are the, are the wild card, right? They're the joker in the deck. They're the ones that define us. So what are we holding on to? Do we feel that's a problem? We're going to get chased. Are we not having a conversation we should, let, not letting our feelings be known? We're going to be chased. Whatever we're avoiding in life is going to chase us. Even if it's just a bunch of other people in pressure because we are not stating what's most important to us. We are not communicating what we need. So we start running away because we don't want to face and that causes anxiety in us. 
the fourth biggest anxiety dream we have is earthquakes. Now, you have to live in a region, really, that it's possible because if you've never experienced one, you're going to think tornado or you're going to think other things. You're going to think chasing. You're going to think drowning. But earthquakes, that that happened to me. I had, when I first moved to California, probably within the first two years, I went into shock in my sleep, and I had to have emergency surgery the next morning. Well, that morning, I guess. But my husband found me in bed, and I was in shock. I don't know what that means because I don't remember any of it. But either way, he calls 911. They get me to the hospital, and by the time I woke up, my mom had already flown here from Chicago, and I could hear her talking to me in the room. But... After I had the surgery, I must have been in recovery at that point. I dreamed that there was an earthquake and I could not get up and get out of the building. So somewhere in my mind, even though I was out, somewhere in my mind, I knew what happened. And I knew I couldn't get up and move. So an earthquake represents instability. It always sounds so like, well, of course it, it, it represents instability. But before you hear that, you don't think that, right? You're just like, oh, earthquakes. But I was uncertain and unsettled because I honestly didn't know what happened to me yet. And I remember hearing my mom talking to me, and I thought that was a dream because when I went to the hospital, my mom was in Chicago, and I was in California. So think about it. She had time to get the phone call. I'm sure my husband bought her the ticket and told her, just go to the airport. So if that's an hour from our house, plus it was another hour to get her here, plus the four hours there, and the time to get on the plane and get off the plane. So think how long that was before I could even hear. But I dreamed about an earthquake. Think about how much our brains know. We need to give ourselves so much credit for our potential, which we overlook because we downsize our brains into this bothers me and that bothers me and I'm upset. Instead of, what can I do about that? Huge difference. Difference even in the words instead of, because that's also like this higher feeling, higher energy to talk that way. But the fifth one, again, another underneath, a sense of feeling overwhelmed. Or a situation is, is not getting better. You know, you're trying to fix it and you can't get to your truth, so you're still trying to convince people of something that isn't there. Those are the tidal waves and, or the dreams about flooding, where you flood. Because you're flooding. People say, I had a dream about flooding. came out of nowhere. I'm like, did it? Talk about that. What are you not confronting that's overwhelming you? 
And why do you think the situation's getting worse and not better? Because flooding doesn't go away right away. I've been in floods too. Living in the Midwest, you're going to see tornadoes, flooding, crazy rain. Every four or five years, our area flooded. We kind of got used to it where we knew the water was going to be, you know, up to my, in the beginning, size, and then down to my knees as I got older. But we knew it was going to happen. And we'd go out and walk in it like it was a big pool after the rain. That's interesting. But flooding is like thinking something's a worse situation. This one is farther down the list than I would have expected is fires. It's fires. And that's another sign. They're all signs of either being overwhelmed, not solving issues, not communicating, and fire represents stress. You burn it up. You want it to go away. Anything left of it. You're feeling burnt out at work. You have a big exam coming up. Fire usually represents more than the others a temporary situation. You're tired today. You have an exam tomorrow. Once you take the exam, you're better again. I remember knowing, like for weeks, we'd have a paper due. And I remember waiting till really late in the game. I learned to start earlier over time as I got older. But once I would start it like the day before, and I've done it where I've waited that long when I was younger. And you don't know until you try, right? And I would definitely want to be out playing more than I would want to work on a paper. But once I started it, I'd realize how much time I actually needed to do what I wanted to do. And I couldn't because there weren't any physical hours left. Those are fire dreams. They're like situational. Then you get to car problems. You work and you work and you work and then something goes wrong. That helpless feeling. Like you're losing control. Your life just goes on every day like a car. You wake up, you go to sleep, you wake up, you go to sleep. But you're losing control somewhere in there. And so things come out like in car problems. Well, you need to fix this and you need to fix that. It's not the bigger problems. It's the more regular problems. Like maybe there's someone at work that you don't get along with or that you annoy or that annoys you. And here's one none of us have had when it comes to anxiety during this this reemergence time is how I'm looking at it. And that's being naked in public because we are not associating being in public anymore. And if you dream about being naked in public, those are usually feelings that make us feel inferior or we're embarrassed about ourselves, apologetic for who we are. But how others perceive us is huge when it comes to dreams about being naked in public. And 
a lot of us haven't had those dreams after the first few months of COVID. Or when we feel like we can't learn something. You know, we know we have to start a new job, learn a new profession, learn a new way to deal with ourselves even. You'll dream about being back in school. That was that was a gimme. That one is so easy. And then it, it takes us into other kinds of dreams, like having a test and not being ready. Don't know how to present myself. Can't find my class or my locker. All related to not knowing if we can still learn. A lot of us really feel stuck in our ways. There's some things that I consciously tell myself, I won't need to know that even until I die. There's certain things that are just not of interest to me to learn, but there's other things I do want to learn. And and it's interesting because it's more of the creative stuff, Not, not the kind of stuff that you think about you would want to know, but like things, there's certain things in technology, I'm like, I'll never need to know that as long as I live. And the stuff I need to know, I actually learn. I've learned to learn it. I've learned that it's going to look weird at first. I'm going to kind of put it off because it's going to be too big for me to wrap my mind around. And then one day when I'm just a little tired, I'll be patient enough to sit and do it, and I will figure it out. So I know now that I will, but I kind of have to wait for the day so I don't need to have the class dream or the being unprepared for my test or that I'm back in school, but that does happen. So if you're dreaming like that, it's, it, the question is what am I trying not to learn? What, what am I putting off? What do I need to learn, actually, which is just as important? But the teeth falling out dream. In my culture, they say, oh, if your teeth fall out in your dream, that means someone's going to die. And I'm like, oh. And they even feed it. They're like, I had a dream that my teeth fell out, and then so-and-so died the next day. And I remember not believing that. I didn't want to believe it because I didn't want to have the dream where my teeth fell out. That caused anxiety. But actually, it's a super common dream. But it's actually brought on by just stress. All anxiety dreams are brought on. But they're tied to personal loss. And actually, the Arabs weren't too far. because that personal loss did have to do with death of someone close to us or the loss of a job or a home. So it, the truth of it was actually bigger. But I did not want to believe that. Because it's a super common dream. But it's also common for life to change, isn't it? Something permanent, our teeth, leaving. But let's ask why. Because the dreams of our teeth falling out have been tethered to stress around our religions. 
when we're paranoid about our future, when we don't know if we're going to go to hell, parts of our beliefs, they play out in our dreams in the form of tooth loss. Because some religions make us feel make us feel like we're losing more than we're gaining. We have to pay attention to so much stuff we're beneath it. And then there's the dream of falling. When you jolt awake, you're falling. And that just only means that you're hanging on too, too tight to a certain situation in your life. And you got to release it to receive it, right? We need to let go. So if you're showing up with these kind of crazy anxiety dreams that you're having, give yourself some space. Say out loud, I just had an anxiety dream because that tends to marginalize all the gook that we feel as a result of it and we start to know how to take the next step in helping ourselves. It's amazing how much knowledge is power. But I only have like 15 seconds left. I love you guys. I will see you on Questions Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.